You know about the humanitarian crisis in Venezuela? We know about the humanitarian crisis in Venezuela. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez knows about the humanitarian crisis in Venezuela. But yet, she won't denounce dictator Nicolas Maduro. We're going to get into that and a lot of the intricacies that are going on right now in Venezuela. Stuff that you should know about. And then we're going to talk about something kind of lighthearted, but also kind of funny, but also kind of deep. Porn star or ex-porn star. Let me make sure I say ex-porn star so she doesn't call in. Ex-porn star Mia Khalifa goes off on a radio station because the guy referred to her as a porn star. Actually, he referred to her as an ex-porn star. Why was she so angry? We're going to get into it. Funny, deep stuff. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K-Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter. Follow us at Hanging with Apes. Go on over to our website. That's HangingWithApes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good music, go to any major music streaming service and search Audio Apes. All of them. We're all, all of them. them. The mainstream ones, the not-so-mainstream ones. No, the mainstream ones. I don't know which ones are the not-so-mainstream ones. Audio Apes. Rap, hip-hop, good music. Kicking it off. It's well known that the situation in Venezuela is bad. It's called, across the board, a humanitarian crisis. In fact, it's so bad that proclaimed democratic socialist Bernie Sanders has said that it's bad. (laughs) And if he's saying it's bad, you know it's bad. Which is funny because he was one of the main proponents of Venezuela under Hugo Chavez. Which is when all this bad shit started. Started, exactly. 100% correct. Well, now that the interim president that that the civilized world is recognizing as their president, Guaido, is actually about to come back into the country, having to flee for safety reasons, and Maduro is threatening to lock him up. Democratic Socialist Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is asked about the situation. And as she's asked about the situation, she does not denounce Nicolas Maduro. In fact, she's asked to denounce Nicolas Maduro, and she gives a whole beat-around-the-bush type of answer. What was your take on it? It took 35 seconds before she started talking about someone in the U.S. Right, and and she was quicker <laughs> to denounce and demonize the special U.S. representative to Venezuela because of his alleged or supposed connection to the Iran-Contra situation versus the person that's, I don't want, I'm, I maybe it's a little much to say the cause of the humanitarian crisis, but definitely the reason that it's continuing. Yeah, part of the same Hugo Chavez is the cause of it, Yeah, but this motherfucker is the reason it's continuing and he's part of the problem. You know it's bad when I have to like get like bullet points to show how bad it is. Um, let's start at hyperinflation, then move on to soaring hunger. Oh yeah, disease, crime, and death rates. Massive emigration from the country. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's across the board bad. Um, this is something quote I forgot who 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 said this. Uh, but this was an interesting quote to me. Venezuela has really become the poster child for how the combination of corruption, economic mismanagement, and what is it? Undemocratic governance can lead to the wide, to widespread suffering. So that's kind of why socialism doesn't work. You give all your power, or communism and socialism, you give your power and your trust into the government. And when that government turns on you, you have now... No power. And that, that's basically what's happening in, in Venezuela. So I feel I feel for the people, but I also I also understand that like a lot of people look at this stuff and think, oh well well everyone deserves a piece of the pie and all this, this and that. But there's a there's a big difference between letting a, the government control everything and saying, Oh well, your fair share to damn. 
<laughs> shit hit the fan because these motherfuckers really just had a blanket over our head, reveal everything and shits and ashes. So so it's 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 bad, bad enough to where um, Trump actually had a had a speech. I think was it in Florida? Well, yeah, because a lot a lot of uh, Venezuelans, Venezuelans, yeah, and he Florida. had a speech and like the Venezuelans like in Florida who 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 you know because of the situation that's going on over there have immigrated into the U.S. People that have had, you know, that have family there. I mean, they were cheering him. They were cheering him. Like, oh, shit, you're with us. Yeah. You know how bad it is over there. And then you have, uh, I, 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 and uh, I saw that you had a, uh, kind of like a little discussion. On Twitter. On Twitter, because someone had posted something. Uh, on uh, uh, Che Guevara speech, yeah. well, a clip of Che Guevara, which is funny because Che Guevara is sort of a, uh, a dangerous historical character in a sense because he's so widely promoted on college campuses but yet his ideology is responsible for killing upwards of a hundred million people and i know sometimes like some of the stuff that we go over on this show it can be Maybe a little bit more like interesting or funny or entertaining because this is not something that's really talked about often in this country. But as podcasters, as analyzers, as commentators, in, uh, informers, we find it very important to inform because this stuff, you see parallels of it here in our country like you see parallels of it even in our in our very own chicago mayor race it's certain policies that people b- believe in and they're 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 sugar-coated with certain terminology that makes them sound like it's a great thing mm-hmm. and one of the things that the chick that posted that um uh clip of che Guevara speech she was very anti-U.S. interventionism, which is something Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez talked about in that, that interview that we saw where she didn't want to denounce Nicolas Maduro. And yes, it should countries, other countries outside the U.S. have autonomy to make their own decisions and go about their own destiny. Absolutely. But at some point, certain things certain dictatorships certain regimes become i i don't know a better word to describe it evil evil destructive not just destructive to their own people but that level of destruction that level of disruption has the potential to influence destruction and disruptors of our country of our way of life it's it's nature that's really what it is look at pearl harbor we don't. We don't want no parts. It came to us. Yeah, it came. <laughs> yeah, it came. Yeah, it's true though. I know. Uh, and 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 oh. the uh, uh, Churchill was quoted in saying pretty much to FDR, like, "How long are you gonna just sit around while like this, the world goes to shit? Like, what do you? Are you gonna? No, no, no. Pacifism, pacifism, pacifism. No, you and and the Japanese." I mean, I'm not saying what they did to Pearl Harbor was good, but in terms of strategy, to their credit, they knew eventually these motherfuckers will get involved, so let's hit them first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The ideology, the things that you believe, the things that you take for granted on a day-to-day basis, there are people out there, some some are homegrown, some are domestic, but there are foreign people, foreign ideologies out there that hate that very idea that you you have the freedom to think and speak the way you do. And so it's very important to, to recognize this and to recognize that there are a lot of people that are with that ideology right here in our very country. And they use a lot of terminology. They use a lot of things that make it sound like they're good. Like, oh, free college, free healthcare, free all this stuff. But it's you're not really seeing the true cost of it. The the up the the crazy taxes. Just put yourself in the perspective of you go to work every day, you work very hard for your money, and your check 
is 90% less than what it is now. 90%, do the math, 90% less of what it is now because you're getting taxed to pay for all these different things. What kind of destiny can you create for yourself, number one? What kind of motivation do you have to continue to work when you're making (laughs) pennies? Now, at first, maybe you think, okay, this is temporary, I'll continue. But if it persists, you wouldn't work. You wouldn't have no motivation to do anything productive. And that's where you get these situations where these countries go completely and utterly to shit. Yeah. And and um and you look at the fact that you you're a problem is a problem, right? So you take an example of a room and you come in and, and you're gonna you're busy, you're a busy dude. You you go in, you dump some books on the on the table, you leave, oh shit, I got all this stuff to do. Come back in, oh shit, like uh, I don't know where to put this, let me put this box. Uh, let me let me leave. I gotta go. I gotta go work. <laughs> Comes back into the room. Oh shit! I don't know where to put these chairs. Let me put these chairs. <laughs> at what point does a person like look at the room and say, "Oh shit! This shit is packed with a bunch of fucking problems now yeah. that I need to take care of and manage." And and that's what foreign affairs is all about. You mentioned it with 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 uh, not Reagan but uh, Roosevelt. Pacifism it just doesn't work. You contrast that with, let's say, a Reagan and the Cold War, and you see how the Cold War was won. The Cold War could have been World War Three. Yeah, it was on the verge of being World War Three. Yeah, and and like, see, the media, the way they spun it was, oh, Reagan, this nuclear arms race, and this, this, and that. Um, it's nuts. And actually, on uh, the Thomas Hall Reader, which I was trying to pull up because there was like a lot of like paragraphs in which he he does like a comparison. How like the nuclear arms race and the fact that he was so bold and in, in, in kind of you know calling the Soviet Union the evil empire that it was is is the reason why the the United States ended up winning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we have the economy. I can outspend you. That was his whole game plan. Like, listen, you want to play this game? It's cool. We're gonna destroy you. And and as time went on, as time went on, as time went on. That's exactly what happened. I mean, even the the CNN documentary on the on the '80s, uh, where where it talks about the the Reagan presidency, it does like a well, a, a pretty good job of of covering how how it all how it all transpired, mm-hmm. and how like it it ended up it ended up kind of biting the Soviet Union in the ass to even think that they could keep up. Yeah, keep up because then the revolutions that started happening all around them in Poland and everywhere, like. What do you think is you know what I'm saying? Like, this is not going to work, and then and then and then they ended up caving in because they had no choice. Yeah, it was over. So, yes, interventionism at times has to be an option. You know, like that. The Art of War is a book based off war. Like war, it's not going anywhere. You're, it's, a, it's a clash of ideals. So in knowing that, you need to know the art of war. This is how things work. This is how... And it's like simple parables, but like that, that really like... If you study them and you look at them, be practiced, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like there's a whole chapter, I think I sent it to you, like that, that, that shit was so crazy how like... And, and this is not... I'm not talking about governments, but just I'm a I'm a avid boxing fan. But like Floyd Mayweather... I don't know if he read that chapter or what, but like that's basically his whole technique on on, on in boxing is this whole chapter. I forgot what chapter it was. Uh, I think it was on defense or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's all Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like so you see how how these things work and how these parables. Like if you really look into it and, and what it really means and how you know that this is a necessary. I don't even know if you could call that a, a necessary evil. You know. No, I mean it's it, like it, like I I guess war is war is gonna happen. So it's like it's not it's 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 and that's why I said like from the get go it's like it's nature, you know like the, the, there's always gonna be a clash, right? Car accidents. It, it's interesting because you what you said whether or not it's a necessary evil makes me think of um, how lately 
I've been having uh, an opportunity to, I don't know if I want to use the word debate, but have some pretty like intricate conversations with uh, some people that I know that like aren't believers or they're atheists or whatever. And it was just a nice little forum to discuss like our beliefs back and forth and whatnot. And in that, when it comes to interventionism or what's right or what's wrong when it comes to, to bombing or attacking or whatever, one would have to ask, and I'm not on here like trying to like, like, like push anybody to believe or influence anybody to do anything like that. But one thing that I will say that is undeniable is that there are certain examples of how like our country that was founded on inalienable rights that are sort of endowed upon us by like a creator yeah. or not like a creator by a creator mm-hmm. like the freedom of speech the freedom of to protect ourselves all these things that are if you break them down philosophically they're pretty divine ideas like yeah. How divine is the idea that you have the right to like protect yourself, even so much to protect yourself that you have the right to take somebody's life that's willing to take your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you break that shit down philosophically, it's a pretty divine thing. It's not it's not so easily dismissible like, you know, a lot of people try to make it out to be. And then you take that and you see that when we intervene with other countries it's when they get to the point where those countries are creating a disruption in the divine so to speak like to the point where you have no longer allowed these people to flourish to speak freely to protect themselves you know it's it's crazy it's a crazy idea that it's like well you And then, you know, obviously in not just the Bible, but there's a lot of like places like in different religions where they talk about like protecting those that can protect themselves. And like on a grand scale of things, it's like, okay, this is this is why one would do this. Yeah. And and it's funny that you talk about like um, the inalienable rights, because if you if you if, if even if you notice like the way that I said war is a necessary evil basically linking because i don't i don't i think i was looking for something to to input but maybe it's like war is a necessary chaos when you look at chaos yeah you look at like appropriate i'd say yeah like if you look at the way you look at something chaotic is like it's bad and because it's bad you might think it's evil but it's not evil it's it's the fact that that is what is like that's this it's like the yin and the yang like and and actually when we when we went to go see uh jordan peterson he talked a lot about that obviously because his book is based on an antidote to chaos chaos. yeah and and like that is really like a natural course in living a life is like there is nothing that's going to be just a straight narrow line you know like it's not going to be a straight narrow oh well yeah i'm gonna get from point a to point z no fucking problem and sometimes the chaos makes more or I would say the 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 resolve to the chaos or the reason that the chaos needs to exist makes more noise than the chaos that that started that sparked everything. For instance, I remember vividly in school in high I was in high school in the, at the time, and I remember this is the reason why I never dealt with like a lot of the shit that like other freshmen and like newer classmen dealt with. Was because I would say in the first month or so of being a freshman, obviously it was a military school, so it was like they they meant it to be strict because there was all kind of people from all different walks of life, real studious people, people that wanted to join the military, and people that just needed some fucking home training. Yeah. Um. And like, I was very like I don't take shit like type of thing. Like you know I'll joke and laugh or whatever, but you're not gonna like get in my face or anything. So I got in a fight and uh, from that day forward, I kind of had, I wouldn't say a reputation, but I carried myself in a way where it was like, yeah, people just stayed away from me. It's like, yeah, you know what? Like if we're going to pick on somebody or whatever, we're not going to, it ain't going to be with dude. And then 
as the years went on and then I, I met Donnell, he was kind of like that same character. Like, all right, well, we, we do our own thing. Like, people, you know, we don't fuck with this shit, whatever. And it was funny because that that bearing that we had, it also helped us help certain friends that would get picked on. And then we were able to, again, intervene because it was like, it got to the point where like, oh, well, if you're going to keep fucking with them, then you got to go through us. And it's all right, well, motherfuckers will fall back. You know what I'm saying? It's, but when, when those interventions would take place, or like I said, like the fight that I had took place, it made more noise. And, and, and that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's, it's funny because in society also that we're, the same thing applies on the world stage. Sometimes we look away for a while while shit is brewing yeah but then like when it's time to actually address the shit or do something about it, oh now everybody wants to talk about it now no but this has been matter of fact a divine inter- intervention there was a pastor my dad was telling me about this and i found this super interesting there's a pastor from years ago years ago his name was pat robinson he said this was years ago when he said this that if one bullet now could save a bunch of lives and save a bunch of problems down the road, and he was referring to Venezuela, and essentially saying that when this when he saw this guy sprouting, like the U.S. should kill dude now, and like this is a man of God, that the uh, a proclaimed man of God, like that the U.S. should do something now, get rid of this guy, because it's gonna save problems. Like, you know. Obviously, like a lot of people, they were outraged. Well, how can you say this, 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 and that, this, that, and the other? Moreover than that, like Hugo Chavez didn't take those words too kindly. <laughs> and then also moreover than that, as Hugo Chavez was sprouting and developing and all these fucking celebrities over here were praising him and all that other bullshit, mm-hmm. Venezuela's situation got worse and worse and the world looked away. The world wasn't looking. Now... Let's let's be honest. There's there was a Miami Herald report that I was made aware of that was talking about how war with Venezuela is is it's a possibility because because now that Guaido is 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 going back and Maduro is saying he's going to lock this guy up, if the world, the civilized world, the Western world has already acknowledged this man. As a president of this country, the U.S. did it. Other countries have it. You're acknowledging this man as a president. And if Maduro, who's not the president, by your acknowledgement, he's not the president, he locks this guy up, how do you not get involved? Yeah, yeah. How do you not get... And then what does involvement mean? Are are we going to keep talking? Or do we bomb them? Like, And then at what point do these, 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 these pacifists, at what point... Is, and, is is involvement justified? And realize too that for as many people that that are on on not on Maduro's side, Soviet Union doesn't like the fact that we're not on Maduro's side. Well, or Russia. not Soviet Union. I <laughs> said <laughs> so Soviet Union. I'm going. I'm going back to the 80s. But yeah, Russia doesn't like that. There's countries that don't like that. Right. And and so it, it starts becoming a, a problem. And, and this is what we're talking about. Where, where, where you're kind of talking about this intervention, divine intervention, I'm going to call it, because it's like that's basically what you have to... It's going to be a problem. It is a problem. It's going to be a problem. It's going to get worse. And and, and it's funny because the, the, the whole idea of divine intervention, it, I've talked about this recently too, like the scene in Pulp Fiction where Samuel L. Jackson's character is... Well, he's perplexed by what just took place. Like they, It's a situation where... By all accounts, they sh- him and his guy should have been killed. Yeah. And he's like, the fact that we didn't get shot by all these bullets that dude unloaded from this gun was divine intervention. And then, obviously, him and John Travolta get into a, 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 a theological debate, if you will, about what exactly is divine intervention and what constitutes it. And then he's kind of forced with like a life decision... In terms of, should he continue his career path as a hitman, which is very ironic, <laughs> but also in in this the the Bible scripture that he's always quoting about like the hand of God, 
He's like, what is the hand of God? Am I the hand of God? Like when when I'm I'm carrying out a job or is the hand of God somebody else? And and then the same thing in this is like, what is the hand of God in a situation like this? Because let me tell you, and this is one of the this I, I use this response to the, the the chick on Twitter that posted that video of of uh of uh Che Guevara. I was like Ask those pe- those people in Syria that were being gassed, if if fucking to them, Trump bombing Syria wasn't the hand of Allah. Like, because there were plenty of videos out there of these of these people thanking Trump for yeah. I- intervening, no. or or ask the people starving in Venezuela if like we end up like bombing or intervening if that shit ain't God sent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to to reconcile, but. You know what I'm saying? These are the questions that get posed when you're dealing with something so so dire. Yeah, and and you look you look at the product of of what we are as nation. Like, look at that. We're sitting down on road mics with stands that are from Amazon, <laughs> with a laptop in front of me that you've had for a while, and it's like a fucking super computer. We have three Samsungs in this room. You have a printer. I do well. Computer. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you have two fucking printers. You have you have books. You have speakers and audio speakers in here. I mean, like you think about that, like damn, like yeah. what what did it take? What chaos? The lineage. Yeah, 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 yeah the like, lineage, like and, it's, that, it's, and that's and that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like nuts. it's so easy to disregard, like damn, like oh, this is oh, look at your nice books because that's how it always is. People come over, oh, wow, the nice book collection. Oh, man, TVs, that's cool. Video games, computers, oh, man, what do you do with this? And it, and it's true, but, like... It's so easy to forget. That that a lot had to take place throughout the course of human history to be at a place where you're in a comfortable environment, a, 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 a pl- indoor plumbing facility, washroom facility a few feet away, like the comforts of everything... That a lot of people in a lot of places don't have. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying as a country, it's our responsibility to give those people those things. What I'm saying is as a country, it's our responsibility to open up the pathway for those people to get those things themselves. Exactly. And and that's that's important. It's not about oh give, give, give. No. Just open the pathway for a person to obtain it themselves. And but 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 these are people that we're talking about. We're not talking about oh the marginalized uh, identity politics of the United States. No 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 no. We're talking about people that no matter what, how hard they work, they will never because yeah. of the, the the government. It's it's a crazy situation, and the fact that Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is so short sighted and ideological or ideological if you will and naive or is it or is she naive or or does she know the gravity of of her agenda and she just she doesn't you know what i'm saying is it that she doesn't know which at that point i guess you can forgive that like if if you don't know you can forgive it because you can be you can it can be learned you can be taught or do you know you just you don't care because your agenda is about elitism or, you know, like, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's the scary part about it. And, and, and to me, like either or is bad. If you're ignorant to it, you if don't deserve to be there. You don't deserve to be there. 100% you are correct. But at least if you're ignorant to it, you can, it can, you can learn, yeah. you can correct it. You know what I'm saying? Versus if you just choose to do wrong, well, it's not a, it's just not a hard question. Do you denounce Maduro? It's not a hard question. It should have been like yes or no, and you and, pussyfooted and, through through everything. We just went yeah. and instead, what she denounces is U.S. interventionism. Yeah, and Elliot Abrams. Yeah, and then that's I mean it's there you go, there you go, ladies and gents. We broke her down, <laughs> and and I feel like I don't know. I didn't see the rest of the video. As a journalist, you're so e- you're quick to press if you don't agree. But if if you don't get an answer, that's a softball question. That's just a softball question. Yes or no? It's a yes or no question. Yeah. 
I would like to know, and I would like to, I haven't watched the whole clip, only what I've seen on, 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 on the news, which maybe by that account I've already made a mistake. <laughs> but like, did he ask the question again? Did you answer it? Because again, if the shoe was in the other foot and it was and it was a uh, pence or something, you're gonna keep pressing until you get the answer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's that's where the the the, the shit gets even more dangerous. The fact that like you're able to blanket your statements, you're not questioned about it, and that's where the whole the the persona and 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 the the image, right? Che Guevara was a good image. Oh, look, look at me! I'm a revolutionary. Let's fucking make shirts, right? Um, the same thing with with her. It's like you see it brewing, and that's I guess the dangerous part. You're seeing it, like she hits all the. Like, what did they say about Kamala Harris in that one uh, uh, tweet where, where where they said that why she was a good candidate because she's an African American woman, yeah, and she's this and she like she hits all those points. You know, you're like, oh, you're a Latina, you're Afro Latina, American woman she, yeah, in politics. She, she's like the the peak of intersectionality. Yeah, she's the peak, like literally the peak, and it's like that's a dangerous. To thing. them, all she needs to be gay to be the perfect right? candidate. You know. Yep. And 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 they they'd promote the shit out of that too, and that and then that's where you create this persona, and then and then all of a sudden there's this rock star. And 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 you see that happen in Cuba, you saw that happen in Venezuela. You have to be weary of 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 what this person's talking about. And if it wasn't for the information age, like because she's become like a fucking meme. Yeah. Like, did you see the the, the last hashtag the, uh, if Ocasio Cortez made books or some shit like that? No. <laughs> like, or if Ocasio Cortez, if AOC made children's books. Oh my god. So goodness. people were coming up with like titles <laughs> that and stuff. That sounds funny already. Yeah, but 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 it's thank thank God. Thank God that we have this information age. The information age is good and what's what's also good about the information age is just as quick as stuff brews, there's a lot of really good, really smart, really different people that are debunking it. They debunk as it as it comes out. So, and it's so crazy because as as we've we've talked about this a long time ago, but they they still exist. They're still out there. Those that comprise the the intellectual dark web, it's like they're going toe to toe with the mainstream media, and and in 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 a lot of ways they're winning. So that's good. That's good, and that just makes me. It just brings up uh, the this you know the want to say for those of you that do listen every week and everything and and discuss what we talk about and 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 a lot of you that we know that listen to we actually talk to you. We get the privilege of expressing the ideas with you or talking about it, and then obviously there's way more of you out there that we don't get to see or or anything like that, but. Thank you so much because it, I mean, not only does it mean the world to us, but just feel proud of yourself for wanting to learn and wanting to get information. Um, so, so thanks. And as a reward, our next topic that we segue into is a little bit more lighthearted. That was, <laughs> I think we kind of went a little deep, but I think it was important. She went dark. This next one is about some chick's titty busting. So, no, no, no. But uh, <laughs> as, as a lot of the guys that listen to the show know, maybe some of them won't want to admit. Yeah. But you know who Mia Khalifa is. You don't got to lie. You don't got to <laughs> lie to kick it. You know who that is. And if you don't know, you're going to go look her up right now. So... Go ahead. We'll give you a second. Put it on pause. Put the show on pause. Look her up. Google her in the Hall of Fame of Pornhub. But anyway, uh, (laughs) she. um, uh, But other than that, I I, and and you know what? We actually have brought her up on the show before. And this was a bigging her up. We were bigging her up because we were talking about making thoughts great again. Yes. Which we still got to make that shirt. We got to make the shirt. And (laughs) and uh, I mean, that's a whole. I think we could write a book about that, but yeah. that's not what we're here to do today. We are here to talk about this particular radio interview that she was in, where the guy, the radio host, actually, by all accounts, I'd say, bigged her up also. He said how she's an avid sports fan. She knows a lot of sports. 
She knows a lot about hockey. She could go toe-to-toe with you in sports. I, I mean, she probably will destroy me in sports because, one, I don't watch hockey um, and in, in terms of a sports debate. I'm really only into football and basketball and not even like to the amount that a lot of other people are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she would probably destroy me. You know what I'm saying? And then from my understanding, like she's like a big Batman fan. I love yeah. Batman. For anybody that like knows me in my personal life, I'm I'm big on Batman. Pretty much everywhere you look, I'm like how what what, what Superman is to Seinfeld, Batman is to me like anywhere in my place that you look, you'll see something batman like in any direction like there's batman everywhere you might argue and say that he's batman (laughs) yeah right some some might argue but anyway so that's another reason that that i like this chick yeah and i bigged her up but what i don't like is people not facing reality and what she did not only that i think was like really really low class it was just weird and wrong and i just want to get you know the people's take on on why this happened and everybody's probably like get to the point already so anyway she i love her this radio station (laughs) uh she's supposed to have an interview um and what it seems like the interview was supposed to be about is the fact that she was at a hockey game and a puck hit her boob and it messed up her implant she obviously had to go and get that fixed surgery all that and i guess when that happens you gotta sometimes get the other one done because like the 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 matching of it or i don't know the alignment of the tit i I don't know like how it goes but it was a, a procedure that she had to go through and obviously that's not fun that's i'm sure it's painful i'm sure you know it was concerning and all of that stuff well as the guy is talking about this, he also brings up the fact that at one point she was the top porn star in the world, the top rated porn star in the world, and it was all part of his intro to her. So it wasn't like, oh my God, I've seen this chick take a million cocks, she's so hot. No, it wasn't like that. It was, this girl was once the top rated porn star, She's uh, uh, she'll hand you your ass when it comes to sports, she's all into sports, she's super smart. Like all this stuff, like it was, I found a, a a decent intro. Yeah, covering a lot of bases. He even went our route when we covered porn stars and 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 just like a thought and like how porn stars. There's a link between like athletes and them. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they're not just, just gonna date anybody. Yeah. yeah, like not just the average hoe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I thought I thought he covered it. He covered it rather well in terms of his intro. Here comes enter Mia Khalifa on the phone. He's like, he's like, we got Mia Khalifa. Hey, Mia, whatever. I was only in porn for three months, uh, whatever. And then she's like, uh, what'd she say? Um, why don't you do some fucking research or fact check before you invite me on your stupid fucking radio? Like, ignorant and yeah. nasty. And she hangs up and he's like. Uh, well, we were not supposed to bring up the fact that she was a yeah. porn star, and obviously, <laughs> in the because you, you asked after you watched the video, you read some of the comments, and the comments were just as baffled as we were. Like most of the people in the comment section were very baffled in terms of, well, what was wrong with that? Yeah, well, I mean, not to mention that, I mean, it's the truth. <laughs> right. well, how about that? Yeah, it's like tr- like I just went to Wikipedia just to see like what 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 the, the the first paragraph says. This is what it says: Mia Khalifa, also known as Mia Kalista, is a Lebanese-born American social media personality, sports commentator, and webcam model, best known for formerly performing as a pornographic actress. Best known. It's the truth, right? So my question is, why was she so upset? Because or what do you? Th- why do you think she was so upset? I think well, we we've touched on this, and I think we recently touched on this. How like, uh, you make a conscious choice, and and you don't really think about what the repercussions are or what your reputation will be, and then you you try and switch and and make other decisions. Oh, this that was the old me, that was the old me, and and. It might very well be the old you, but you still did that, and that's the truth, and that's that's a fact. And, and I if think, what you did la- left a lasting impact, yeah, how can you? It, exactly, it, le- it left a lasting impact, 
Lord. And 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 it's that's that. And 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 you know what? I would have respected if she would have see and that, and and to me that's where it it becomes kind of dangerous for you as a person to be the way she she was when when she reacted in that and what was it? What was the what was the radio show? I don't even know, but basically she was mad and she wanted to justify that. Oh, it was only three months. Well, those three months you became the fucking hall of fame of porn. You're in the hall of fame now. Yeah. And also like, there's a lot of porn with Mia Khalifa. So three months, Jesus, if you did all that in three months, you're the fucking Pablo Picasso of porn. (laughs) It's upset. Like there's a whole, your whole life's work in three months. And like, like I said, you're 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 I don't a Hall of Famer. That. I don't no, believe, I, I don't believe that at all. Hell no. And and to me that that's where it's dangerous again for you as a person to. I mean, you could have been like, yeah, I was in porn for three months, but you know, I, even if you have a problem with it, mention that like in in, in the show, uh, in the podcast or like, whatever yeah, it was. And you, like you could have, she could have done a graceful and classy segue. Like, but you know, I'm I'm about so much more these days. Like, and you know, anything. Yeah, yeah. And then, and that would have even probably made the dude feel a little bad. Like, oh, I, maybe I shouldn't have mentioned it. You know what I'm saying? But now you go about it like that. You make a motherfucker want to keep calling you a porn star. Exactly. A motherfucker and, be like, what a whore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and then the thing is, it's like the truth hurts. The truth hurts. Like you were a porn star, and that's basically like where you're talking about how people were reacting with the comments. Um. Badass name is called Brosif. Literally, <laughs> this is what this is his comment. Literally, the reason she is famous, ha 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 ha, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny. Then there's another one. I don't want to be known for being a porn star. Continues to use porn star name for recognition. Yeah. Wait, she is a former porn star. I'm so confused. Why is she upset over reality? And then well, another guy. And I don't know if this is true, but. It's still a funny ass comment. She lying. A thousand movies in three months. Yeah, right. There's no reset button on on a porn career. Bummer, dude. That's all you're known for, LMAO. Uh, the nerve she has. Shake my head. What else would she be known for? Doing porn has consequences in the long run and will follow you throughout your life. It is what it is. Like people, look, listen. I'm not. I can't sit here and and. and I'm the, I'm the fucking supreme judge of this shit and I'm saying oh well you're a whore and everyone else should think you're a whore. But people will think that. Yeah. And you should be okay with that or uh, because that's what that, to me that's what that was saying is like you don't you want to be uh, this looked is, at yeah, as yeah, that, yeah, you don't want to I don't want to be looked at as a porn star because that's bad. That's what you're saying with that comment. Yeah. So if you think that it was so bad, then you should have probably thought about that a little deeper before you got into it. Absolutely. And 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 well, I mean, let's 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 be honest here. You fucking benefited from that shit. You benefited from them. You from it. You still benefit from it. Yeah. Because, like you said, in that when you when you brought up that Google search, this is what you're best known for. Yeah. And. It's not to say that there's necessarily anything wrong with it because I've seen other interviews where porno chicks they seem pretty proud of what they do and they don't they, they don't seem like they have any shame in their game. So obviously there's some sort of disconnect going on there. But another thing that I recognize and maybe this is more of a a, a philosophical observation What is it about a reputation that's so important? Because reputations are important. Like we, we, a lot of people live and die by their reputation. But, but it, it also, a reputation, for a reputation to be as valuable as in society we make it, or as a lot of people make it, it has to be authentic. Like the, an an, uh, an inauthentic reputation is is useless. It, it's it's worthless. So essentially, in you building up yourself to have a repertoire of oh I like I like comic books. I like Batman. My boyfriend's a chef. I I uh, I like sports. I like all of this. That's fine. 
but at some point when you were doing porn, you didn't do the soul searching that you did now and whatever it was to make you step outside of that. And now if you're genuinely happier now that you've stepped outside of porn, that's fine. That's good. But you it's like you you forgot a, another step of the soul searching to make people realize that you were once this and there's like really no going back from that yeah. so either there has to be some level of, of accepting or is this soul searching or, or or this betterment of yourself for the wrong reasons you get what i'm saying like like yeah. what's the reason then if because Jordan Peterson talks about this a lot, and, and I always find it like very intriguing. He always talks about how so much of life mimics that the Jesus' situation when he gets crucified. Like so much of life is like dying and being reborn, and like you, it's yeah. happening all the time without you even realizing. Like somebody that makes a conscious decision to like start getting more active, in a sense, like your old habits are dying and you're re getting reborn. Yeah. And he even talks about how sometimes those decisions can be so crazy that in trying to die to be reborn, sometimes people just stay dead. For instance, like alcoholics, alcoholics, you could um, a person can die from alcohol withdrawals yeah. if they're that like, you know, that much of an alcoholic. So all these 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 constant cycles of dying and being reborn, when you make a mistake, it's like you got to like sacrifice the old self. It has to die to be reborn. So in that, is this rebirth? What is it? Like what? Like if, if it really is a rebirth, yeah. I would imagine like somebody would handle that better. Like I don't see Jay-Z in interviews getting mad when people refer to him as a drug dealer from before. No. He doesn't. He, he owns it. He's like, well, obviously I'm not that. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say it was a New York Times interview this was last year sometime where the guy is talking to him and it's just him and the the the, the interviewer in the room and Jay-Z talks about how his children, there's so many tools that he had that his children won't need to have just because of the environment yeah. that they grew up in. And he's referring to like, you know, the drug dealing and everything like that. Jay-Z is clearly a man reborn. You know what I'm saying from what what he once was, but yeah. it, but but there's also the the wisdom of the acknowledgement of yeah that's what I that's what it was that's what I was, which is crazy because you look at the story like 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 Jesus' story like the people that were around him were essentially people that right now and we've talked about we've joked about this before it's like man Jesus was gangster yeah you know like. You were with thieves, murderers. You know what I'm saying? Mary, Maria Magdalena, like... Yeah, a whore. Yeah, <laughs> a whore. And, and, and Jesus was like, well, shit, we're rolling then. We're doing this. You believe? Let's go. Rebirth. Yeah, and, and yeah, basically that's what that is. It's rebirth. And you look at the her trials, like Maria Magdalena, you see her trials, she's getting stoned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. You have to understand that whatever you do and whatever consequence, whatever your actions are and whatever your consequence, the consequences of follow, you will learn from that. And and I can't sit here and say like, oh, and which which people do, especially again in the, in this information age, everyone has an opinion. Opinion are like assholes. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody has one. So you should be okay with him saying that, and you should be at peace with you. And that's why. It goes back to being, that's an unhealthy way of looking at things because that means there's something there yeah. that doesn't sit well in your spirit, in your soul. And that's that's uh, that's a sad thing for, for a person to go through. You know, like it, It's either something that's not authentic, mm -hmm. it's something you haven't dealt with, or it's something not authentic. Well, look at where she's trying to delve into. Of course, and, and and that's a and you you kind of hit the nail in the coffin there because if it's not authentic, then it's it, it's it's show business and this Hollywood. Yeah, and that's so to you, it's like, oh fuck, this is not, it's not. This is holding me back. This yeah, exactly. 
So you're not proud of this because it's holding you back, not because you're not proud of this. Exactly. Or you regret doing it for whatever other reasons. Yeah. Which yeah. is still a character flaw. Actually, a much worse character flaw than you dealing with something and not doing a, the best job at dealing with something. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting. Very interesting. And, 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 and that might fall in line with, with, uh, with why... Because, like, she's totally rebranded. Yeah. She's totally rebranded. Like, she she's different. <laughs> and, 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 like, a lot of the shit that she's on, like sports and, like you said, the Batman stuff, that's badass. That made me like her. Mm-hmm. Oh, this she's cool. But, again, how authentic is it when 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 you're not, you know what I'm saying, when, when it's okay for you to just be, like, mad about the fact that you... The reality exists and, yeah. and and people are going to call you out for it. And the fact that like, that wasn't even like a diss. He wasn't dissing her at all. That was like so respectful on his end. He didn't say nothing. She said it was a cheap, because on, 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 on Twitter, she said it was a cheap segue. So, oh, you talked about another porn star knowing about sports. It's such a cheap seg to segue to, to, to like talking about me and, and what happened to me. Cheap segue. It's, it's a segue, and the segue is a fact. Exactly. There's nothing cheap about it. Right. And 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 it brings up the question of, because I, I, I had the word on the tip of my tongue, but I didn't want to use the word incorrectly of contrition versus attrition was like contrition is like you're remorseful for something for like the right reasons versus attrition is that you're remorseful for it but it's like for like personal gain like like a kid saying i'm sorry so that he could go outside and play versus really being sorry machiavellian logic you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah and uh and that's and that's it's so funny how like philosophically we could take something like that and like and like break it down and like try to find out what's really going on and that's what it is it came off more as attrition like you don't like this but but the reason why you don't like it is not really a good reason yeah and then it begs to question in society how many women out there are okay with the idea of having this persona of, oh, I'm I'm innocent, I'm an angel, I'm a good girl, just to have that, but not really wanting to live or embody the qualities and attributes of a good girl, you know? And then how it's bothersome to them. When like, the reality, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that's where you get this, the terminology of slut shaming and all this stuff that... We could probably spend another five hours on. And we will. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> we won't. But stay tuned because we'll have another episode for you next week. But that's our episode for today. But Thank- wait. There's more. <laughs> Not today, though. Next week. Next Tuesday. Tune in. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, the show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. Uh, remember, we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple, Google. If you want to listen to some good hip-hop music, search Audio Apes. We're on all major streaming platforms. We're out. Peace. Peace.